Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of the team that cannot stop winning in the Bay Area. And RIP to the tank. Noah Gregor scores a hat trick and the Barracuda playoffs are on life support. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Uh, Subscribe or follow for free wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. That way you know whenever the latest episode comes out. Uh, We're part of the Locked on Network where we cover your team every day. And we're back to recap a weekend of hockey that was happened in San Jose. Um, plenty to talk about. We had call-ups. Uh, Daniel Gushin made his NHL debut. Um, of course, Noah Gregor, hat trick. Um, what a world we live in. Eric Carlson, another casual four-point night. But, of course, we have to start with uh, RIP to the tank. As the Sharks have now won three games in a row. Um, I'm recording this Sunday afternoon as Columbus is playing, but um, the Sharks are now three points behind Anaheim. Anaheim plays tonight, so if they win tonight, this is subject to change. Um, And now five points behind Columbus and Chicago in the tank. So Sharks do have a tough, tough schedule down the stretch with two games against the Avs, two games against Edmonton, and then a game against Winnipeg and uh, Calgary. Both teams are going to be fighting for their playoff lives at that point. But um, these three-game win streak might put the dagger in the Sharks having the top odds going into into the draft lottery. So we're going to have to now focus on um, hoping to move up the worst case is you want to at least finish. You want to finish ahead of Anaheim because that puts you in the three slot going in, and then at least that gives you the Carlson Michkov um, debate that you can have, uh, which will be plenty of fun, um, right? So need to need Anaheim to start winning some games here. Let's go Anaheim. Um, just as a reminder, so their strength of schedule uh, going down the stretch here. So like I said, they played. Tonight, um, they do have games against LA. Um, they have a game against uh, Edmonton, uh, a game against Colorado, and then a game against Arizona, who looked terrible. Vancouver, who's played a little bit better, so you're gonna need uh, gonna need some points from you know, even if it's get some overtime, just get to overtime, get those precious loser points um, for, for Edmonton or for Anaheim um, heading down the stretch here. So yes, I think, I think the, the, the dream of, of landing the top spot going into the draft lottery. Now we just need to pray to the hockey gods. The sharks can jump up in the lottery, jump up to the one or two spot and get yourself a Bedard or a Fantilli. Um, So that's the hope, but anyway. So, um, but you have to at least 
transitioning out of that, you have to at least feel good that the Sharks have been winning because of the younger players, right? Daniel Gushin scored in his first uh, game. Bordalo has made an impact. You know, Henry Thrun has looked great as well. Like, it isn't just the veterans who are kind of dragging this team. Yes, Eric Carlson has been doing Eric Carlson things. Um, Logan Couture. Logan Couture sneakily had one of his best seasons as a memory. Uh, we'll get into that in the offseason. But, um, like, it's, it's a lot of these young guys kind of you know, Jacob Peterson scored his first goal in, in the Arizona game. Like it's a lot of these young guys that are going to be building blocks for the future um, contributing now. So that makes you feel like the future is going to be bright for San Jose. And yes, getting a Bedard um, or getting Fantilli is going to help that future be bright, but you got to feel really good about what the Sharks have already started to put together. And these guys are starting to make an impact, you know, William Eklund in his, eight games that he was up before he tore his, uh, before he got sent down and then tore his labrum. Um, really quick aside on that. So um, yes, I done for the season. If you missed the news on Friday, torn labrum, um, had surgery, had successful surgery. I was expected to be back for training camp. I would not, I would not expect him in the rookie tournament or any of that um, stuff. Maybe he's around kind of working it out, trying to rehab, but um he's doing well um chatted with him the other day you know after the surgery um doing well feeling pretty good about things feeling optimistic so he's going to be heading home to sweden here soon just so he can focus on his rehab um but he's been you know he it's tough to see um i think he hurt his shoulder actually early in november it actually was or sometime in November was actually playing most of the season with the hurt shoulder. Um, so this was more of a, they could have rehabbed it, but they wanted to make sure that it's a fully fixed, you know, don't want it to be a lingering issue type of thing. So I think they took the smart route, kind of take a, a, a step back now that way you can take several steps forward. So um, I think I have no worry about Eklund kind of not being able to bounce back from this. So um Quick aside on Eklund. So, but again, a lot of these other guys who are going to be kind of key pieces for the Sharks starting to make an impact. You know, we'll talk about Tristan Robbins here at the end of the show. Um, but like, you know, Gushin, who's had a great season in the AHL, you see that shot, that snipe, that's so tantalizing. Um, absolute gorgeous goal that he scored um, on Saturday. Henry Thrun just looks like a competent NHL defenseman and he's played two games. And I know, you know, there's going to be some bad moments coming at some point, but you have to be excited about the Sharks. Again, they're finding pieces who are going to be part of the few. I think Bordelow said it would be a part of the solution for what the Sharks are when the next Sharks team is good. So um, before we, kind of dive into this game some more look at the analytics of the game um talk about noah gregor finally <laughs> noah gregor uh you're gonna make this a very difficult offseason anyway before we do all that do want to take a quick break talk to you guys about our new friends over at ebay motors um for a championship team it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit 
is the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be well, back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Um, Noah Gregor. Hat-trick for Noah Gregor. Um some great goals. I know the this Arizona team is uh they've been playing better as of recently, but this this team is definitely not a a world beater um in any way, shape, or form. But um Noah Gregor, who's been much maligned, especially on this podcast as well. Um you gotta feel good for for a guy like Noah Gregory getting that hat trick and just you know, how many times has he hit the post or just missed or all the stuff that's gone out with Gordon, like you see, that's what makes him so such a frustrating player, right? Is you see the pieces are there. You see the, like, yes, he can skate, right? He's very fast. Uh, you know, he's worked on like all the things to make him an NHL player, but it's just had the worst possible luck when it comes to, to scoring goals. And I'm sure that felt great just to kind of get that like monkey off his back of like, yes, I, I can actually score goals and you know, he he's really had a good stretch of play down and down here um, as the seasons wound down. So um, Jerk have a big, interesting decision with him. I was very much in the, I don't think he's coming back even though he is an RFA uh, or sorry. Yes, he is a, a RFA um, this off season. So um, arbitration again, he makes uh, $950,000 I would expect if the Sharks do want to bring it back, it's probably going to be, you know, you could probably just pencil in like a, a million, maybe a, a little over a million. Give him like the Stephen Lorenz contract type of thing, you know, that 1.25 million, something like that. Uh, or Lorenz is at one, $1 million $50,000. So it's not going to be super expensive to keep them um, if they want to keep them. And, you know, we'll see. They're going to be an interesting decision what to do there. So, um, yeah. No, Gregor, good for you. Um, and some other guys you have to feel happy for. I mean, I know, you know, winning seven to two against the Coyotes, like it probably felt really good for this team to kind of a lot of the frustrations that they felt. And, um, you know, this team hasn't kind of laid down and just kind of given up. This team's been in most games and fought their way through most games. And um, with better goaltending and better luck, this team could probably be more in the middle current kind of creamy middle type of team. I don't know if they're a playoff team, but um, they, they just had a lot of bad luck this season. And maybe that turns around next year. And this, we're talking about how this team is, you know, just missed the playoffs because of X, Y, or Z type of thing this, um, this time next year. But, um, you know, seeing, uh, you know, guys like Kyle Criscolo, 30 years old, finally scoring his first NHL game, like just the, the, the happiness on it. Like, enjoy those moments these guys have put in the work and put in the effort and have worked hard all season um you know there of course we as sharks fans want them to have the best possible lottery spot but 
these these guys have worked their whole lives to be here. And Kyle Criscolo, again, like is he's not going to be part of the Sharks' future. Um, maybe you know, I think he could come back and continue to play on in the AHL in the Barracuda. He's been a great uh great find for the Barracuda team, you know, being one of those veteran leaders for them, um, kind of showing the younger guys the way. Like everyone says he's a great guy. Um you have to feel really happy for this guy who's worked his entire life and to finally get that that sweet moment of and it was a beautiful goal, right? The steal. Um, just no chance. The goalie had no chance on that. Um, beautiful goal from Chris Colo. Um, you know, just just feel happy for these guys who worked for this long. You know, Daniel Gushin coming in, scoring that absolute snipe um type of goal. So uh, Get Gushin's going to score so many goals for the Sharks. Anyway, um, and Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson needs five points, guys. Five points in his last six games to get to 100. He had that four-point night that we needed from him to kind of help catch up. Um, Corey from The Athletic had put out a great stat, if you didn't see it on Twitter. 21 times this season, a defenseman has scored four points or more. 16 guys have done it. Once Eric Carlson has done it five times this year, Eric, Eric Carlson is going to win the Norris Trophy, um, especially if he gets to 100. That that's what we're rooting for right now. Eric Carlson get to get to 100 points, uh, lock down that Norris Trophy, become the first defenseman since Brian Leach in 91, 92. That's what we're rooting for. Eric Carlson's going to do it. So, all right, uh, let's get into the numbers of this game. So, um. Numbers are a little warped because there was a lot of power play time. Um, the Sharks had seven power play opportunities, and the power play looked really, really good. Um, again, Eric Carlson kind of doing Eric Carlson things. But so the the five on five numbers are really warped because the Sharks had so much power play time. And then in the third period, the Coyotes really kind of took it to the Sharks to try to play catch up. At that point, though, it was a little, uh, you know, it was 4-1. Um, they had that goal that was scored but then it was uh to make it 4-2 but then david quinn challenged it quinn really good at just the challenges uh he's all, he's seven of eight this year on his challenges but then uh Coyotes really kind of put the pressure on the sharks but the sharks were able to get two goals to kind of put it away and then a, a third goal um you know, to make it seven two so but shot attempts 56 to 27 in favor of the Coyotes. This is it. A little under 45 minutes of five on five time. Um, actual shots were 29 to 19 at five on five. Uh, scoring chances 21 to 17 in favor of the Coyotes. High danger chances 7 to 6 in favor of the Coyotes. Expected goals for 2.47 to 1.53. Um, but for the Coyotes, 1.47 of that came in the third period. So the Sharks kind of did a good job of keeping this uh, Coyotes team locked down for the most part. Um, and then the third period, like I said, the Coyotes are trying to play catch-up mode, so you can kind of um, do what you want with with some of the numbers here, especially when you're down 4-1 to one, um, in the third period. And then at uh, one point, it was 7-1. to one. So uh, the game was well in hand for the, the Sharks at that point. Um, as for the lines, so we had Gushin, Hurdle, uh, Jacob Peterson. Um, then we had Zetterlin, Couture, Bordalo, Jeffrey Vial, Stephen Lawrence, Kyle Criscolo. Then Gregor, Sturm, LeBanc. Um, we'll start with the – so actually the Vial, Lawrence, Criscolo line played the most at 5-on-5. Five five. Again, you have seven power plays, so those top guys are going to be off. 
And so the, the numbers are going to be a little funky here. Um, this guy's played 10 minutes time on a five on five. I uh, had four shots, gave up 16, <laughs> had a goal, gave up a goal. Actual shots was four to nine. Expected goals for was 0.46. Expected goals allowed was 0.76. Uh, four to seven on the scoring chances. Three to two high danger chances in favor of that line. Um, three, seven, and four for your zone starts. Fabian Zetterland, Logan Gatort, Thomas Bordolo played 927. Um, again, four to 16, the same shot attempts. Actual shots was three to five. No goals. Uh, 0.18 expected goals, 4.59 expected goals allowed. Three scoring chances gave up six. One high danger gave up three. Um, Gushin hurdled uh, Peterson. 819 time on ice. Five shots, four, five allowed. Three to two actual shots. Um, 0.18 to 0.09 expected goals. Four. So good job defensively kind of shutting things down uh, for that. They didn't, so they gave up a couple shots, but they, they were very, very low danger. And then Gregor uh, Sturm LeBanc, uh, 731, seven shot attempts, four, gave up 10, uh, six to eight shot at actual shots, uh, three goals, four. Thank you, uh, Mr. Gregor. So uh, 0. 0.55 to, or sorry, 0. 0.27 expected goals for 0.55. So they actually only should have had 0.27, but they scored three. Uh, no, Gregor, have yourself a night. So four scoring chances, four, four allowed, um, and then no high danger, but gave up two as well. So they did a lot of their damage um, on the rush. So, yeah, uh, with mostly defenses on starts. So as for one, Capo Kakinen, um, pretty solid night for him. So 31 shot attempts, um, had 29 saves, gave up two goals. Expected goals against was 2.98. Six high danger, gave up five. Um, that one, there was a lot of pushing and shoving. Even that that second goal, um, I know they it was the guy's first NHL goal, so they're going to kind of more likely to give it to him. But um, I thought he might have iced it. It might have been a little bit late whistle, but anyway, whatever. It was seven to two. It doesn't matter. So, um, mid danger shots seven to six gave up uh, one goal there, and then seventeen low danger shots, seventeen low danger saves. So the Sharks did a good job of kind of keeping it on the outside and making Capo Kakadin's night uh, pretty pretty easy. Also helps when again when you have seven uh, <laughs> seven power plays. Uh, very very poor night from. Uh, penalty wise, at least for, for Arizona. So um, before we continue, we're going to talk about the CUDA kind of their last, the last gasp of the Barracuda. Um, why this poor team is just, there's, there's not much left for them right now. So uh, before we do that, do want to take a quick break, uh, talk to you guys about our friends over at athletic greens. Today's episode is brought to you guys by AG1 of by Athletic Greens. Keeping up uh, with proper nutrition is really hard. You're busy. You're stuck at your desk. You're eating whatever you can just to get through your day. But what if you could start your day with the ultimate daily nutritional insurance? With a single scoop of AG1 and a glass of water, you can do just that. Absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, uh, probiotics, and athogens to help start your day right. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up with a complicated complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him about $100 a day, which just isn't sustainable. 
He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own, all for just around $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, this is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, RIP to San Jose Barracuda and their playoff hopes. Um, Right as of, again, Sunday afternoon as I'm recording this, they are currently six points behind the Tucson Roadrunners. Roadrunners have five games to play. The Barracuda have six. And I know the end of the season, the last four games or last two games are against Tucson. So that is that is you have to sweep that and hope Tucson kind of starts to fall on their face here. But um this bear, poor Barracuda team is just they've just run out of gas because of all the call-ups and injuries, right? Um on they won Friday night's game, two to one overtime win. Um Tristan Robbins, shorthanded goal. Derek Pouliot wins in overtime. Robbins, Robbins is gonna, Robbins is gonna play some NHL games here soon. So um, he's been really, really strong down the, the stretch here. But um, it's just, it's they had to ice eight forwards and eight defensemen and play some of these defensemen on the forwards because they're just running out of bodies, right? Um, Equa's done for the season. CJ South uh, ceases out. You know, Chris Colo's up. Um, Daniel Gushin's up. Like, you're just running. Bordelo's up. Like, you're just running out of bodies to try to score goals. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, the blue line was a mess, right? And they had a bunch of injuries along the blue line. Um, now the blue line's healthy. You've got some blue line reinforcements. You know, Pouliot being back. Uh, Chichek down, like, Mukumadulin and like you've you finally got some reinforcements, uh, but now it's the forward department, and that's just what happens when your team, when the Sharks organization just isn't a deep organization right now. So, um, and again, the Sharks are going to get priority over the Barracuda. Like the Sharks aren't going to the Sharks organ the Sharks aren't going to run out eight defensemen like in an NHL game, right? They're going to that is it's more important for that team, and I know they wanted the Barracuda to try to make the playoffs. It's just they're they're just running out of gas at this point, and Tristan Robbins can only do so much, and Ozzy Weisswatz and your Brandon Coes and your Andrew Agazinas, those guys can only do so much right now. Uh, Jeffrey Vl, sorry, another guy who's up on the Sharks right now. So, I mean, you basically have two lines that you've ripped out of the bear, four lines that you've ripped out of the Barracuda and put on the Sharks right now. Um, it's it's just it's tough, and I think this Barracuda team is going to be a lot better next year, especially year two of Ozzy, year two of Brandon Coe, year two of Tristan Robbins. Uh, like all those guys will be starting the team. You know, I expect Gushin to probably start in the Barracuda next year as well. Um, the only two ones are Bordelow and Eklund are the guys who I expect to be on the the Sharks to start next year. But even Bordelow may start in the Barracuda and then work his way up, um, maybe be an early season call up, but. His Barracuda team is going to be a lot better next year. Um, so interesting to see how they do with the goalies. They've been running Aaron Dell out there, and like he'll have a great first game. And I just I don't know if they just don't trust trust man, or they just want to try to they're trying to win these games. But Aaron Dell, like I think, it's just tough to continually ask Aaron Dell to start 
two games in a row on a back-to-back. Um, how often has he been pulled? You know, Strassman relieved him uh, on Saturday night, and I know Strassman didn't have a good game after uh, after coming in. But it's tough for both parties, right? Asking Aaron Dell to come in and play back-to-backs, um, and then asking Strassman to kind of to come in cold and to try to come in and be you know coming in and start or come in and play after that i think it's just tough for both so um i don't expect Itu makanemi back especially this late in the season uh with six games to go it's probably just gonna be the dell man show to to end the season but i would like to see Strassman, you know at least get half the starts here um as you're heading down the, you know, cause you're going to have to make a decision on to resign Strassman. If you want to continue to develop, uh, kind of, you know, continue with this development, you gotta, you gotta let them play some big games down here at the end of the season and, and see if there's something to work with here. So, um, yeah, it's tough season for, it's just for the spirit crew that can never team just can never really kind of get things rolling. It was very much, a you know, a seesaw, we're going to win one or win a couple and then lose a couple or win one, lose one, win one. Like they just couldn't get string together good games. And um, it's just, it's disappointing at this time of the year where just some of these guys are you're just running out of running out of bodies at, at some point uh, for this poor Barracuda team. So uh, they play Monday against Coachella. Um, and then, like I said, they, they've got two games against Tucson. That's probably going to, that's going to be the last gasp right there at the end of the season. If if they can remain within striking distance and then sweep that, that might be the, their chance to get in uh, to the playoffs. And then all the, the shark season will be done. All these Barracuda guys can kind of come back and play, uh, play some Barracuda playoff hockey. So yeah, keep an eye on the Barracuda. It's, it's on life support right now. So um that's gonna be it for me be back tomorrow with another draft profile uh half ball hockey joins to do uh lucas drag uh dragovic dragicevic drag we both couldn't figure it out anyway um defenseman whl defenseman very 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 intriguing defensive prospects so uh make sure you guys check that out um, you can follow, of course, me on Twitter at my fry hole. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked On Sharks. Um, you guys follow for free wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe on YouTube as well. That way you know when the latest episodes are out. Until tomorrow. Bye, friends. <laughs>